This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The TalkSport Fan Network is probably supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And welcome again to Cottage Talk. I am Russ Goldman. This is my post-match reaction show. My five takeaways from Fulham's 3-2 loss to Brentford on Monday night. It was a disappointing loss. I already did a show of Cottage Talk full-time pretty much right after the match. Well, I'm following that up with my five takeaways from this loss. Some negative, a few positive, but I'm going to go through with my five that I'm taking out of this match. As always, please do subscribe on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. It does help other phone supporters find us. I do hope that you have uh, listened or watched full-time. Highly recommend checking out full-time. That was just my reaction right after the match. Obviously, it was a major disappointment, Fulham losing on Monday night, but it's not the end of the world. Fulham still sit on 39 points and are in seventh place. That's a good place to be. They're going to lose matches. I know who they lost to, and I know it stinks. Stung by a bee, right? But you know what? We stung first. And honestly, I would rather be Fulham than Brentford. We'll just leave it there. They've got their own problems on the forefront. We all know what they are. Fulham have a bright future ahead. We'll see how bright the future is for Brentford moving forward because they have a serious problem on the horizon. Let's just leave it there. So let's now get to my five takeaways from Fulham's loss to Brentford. And let's start with number five, and I think it's pretty obvious where I'm going to go on this. It's not that I want to really harp on this, but I think it's obvious that Fulham really missed Jao Polina in this match. It's not an accident that probably... Two of Fulham's worst performances were without Polina. First, you have the Newcastle United match, which at Craven Cottage was terrible. That was a red card situation, but this was had nothing to do with a red card. This was just 11 on 11, and Fulham were second best, and I think part of it had to do with missing Polina, what he offers to Fulham. Now, Harrison Reed can do a job. 
he can absolutely do a job. And Sasa Lukic is still learning his teammates and learning the league. So it was going to be an uphill struggle against a team that plays as quickly and at times as direct as Brentford do with that intensity. So it was asking a lot for these two players to potentially try to pick up the slack. And I'm saying Reed because Reed was going to be playing potentially a little bit different of a role. And then, of course, you have Lukic. Could they get done what Fulham needed to get done? And in the end, you would have to say no. They certainly missed all of what Paulina offers. And also, you know, and again, we can also talk about leadership on the pitch, not just the tackling, not his overall play, but just the entire package. Fulham seriously missed him, and that's going to lead to what do they do if they're in this situation again beyond the next match because they will not have them for the Arsenal match. What can they learn from this? Because they're going to have to deal without Polina once again. And they're going to have to learn moving forward. What if he can't play? What if he gets injured? They have to have a plan B. They have one, but it certainly is not a very good plan B at this moment. It just isn't good enough. Maybe we'll see a different side of Fulham. I'm not talking about a different way of playing. Maybe we'll see a different intensity when they play Arsenal without pulling it. That would be great because they could not match the intensity of Brentford. Was it because Paulinho wasn't there? I think that was a factor. That's all I'm going to say. I think the match would have been different if he played, but he didn't play. Fulham have now missed him twice, lost twice. And guess what? They've given up seven goals in these two matches. I'm not saying Zhao Polina would have kept the goal total down to nil. These teams still would have scored, but I don't think it would have been seven goals. So Fulham really missed everything that Zhao Polina offers, and we're going to have to deal with it one more match, and this is against Arsenal. So it's going to be difficult, but I still think Fulham can do it. I'm going to say that right off the bat. I'm not giving up on the Arsenal match whatsoever, but it will be a challenge once again without Zhao Pulina. That's why he's my number five. Number four, this goes to the substitutions. And Marco, sometimes I believe, maybe several times, can wait too long to make substitutions. He made two substitutions in the 75th minute. He brought on Harry Wilson and brought on Bobby Decadova-Reed. And maybe this was just too long to wait. Did not give these guys, I think, enough time to impact the match. And then he made two other substitutions very late on with Cedric and then uh, Vinicius. Vinicius scores, but we're talking, as we would say over here, garbage time goal at the very end where it really didn't mean a lot. It just made the score look closer than it really was, 3-2. to two. But I think this is something to continue to watch because I wish Marco would make his substitutions earlier. He, listen, he has made a substitution at halftime. Maybe it's something that he needs to learn from. I understand we've had managers that want the players to play and give them a chance, but sometimes when it's not working, you need to make a substitution faster. That's just my opinion. Who who am I to second guess? 
Marco Silva, I don't know. I'm I'm just some guy. But you know what? I've seen it too many times. I just don't think he gave these players enough time to impact the match. So that's why it's a definite second guess. I'm having Marco waiting too long to make substitutions as my number four. Number three. Now, this is not why Fulham lost the match. Let's just start there. It's not, this is not an excuse. This is just something that I think needs to be talked about. Ivan Tony, number three, he's my number three, should have been sent off for his challenge on Sasa Lukic. Sasa Lukic had a big gash on his face. Sasa Lukic was literally kicked in the face. And the fact that he got nothing for this is obscene. Watch back the replay. The good thing about the replay that I got from NBC Sports is that I got a different angle of it. And it is pretty grotesque when you see how bad this actually was. So for me, this is definitely number, he should have been sent off. The fact that he didn't even get a yellow card is unbelievable to me. I I still am in shock by this. This is not an excuse. It's something that happened. And if this happened to a player of the opposition, I'd be talking about it too, because we should be talking about both teams and some of the situations that the referee is involved in. And this is one that I'm still, it boggles my mind how this got nothing for Ivan Tony. Absolutely nothing. Yes, it would have changed the match, but that's not even the point of all this. The point is that the referee gave him absolutely nothing, not even a yellow card. That to me is just terrible. It's absolutely terrible. That's why Ivan Tony should have been sent off for his challenge on Sasa Lukic is my number three, and I think it's a worthy number three. Number two, we're going to go a little positive, just a little positive. This has obviously a little to do with Brentford, but let's talk about number two. And my number two is this. When you really look at it and you look at how good Brentford were and Brentford made Fulham look poor in this match, let's just say it like it is, okay? They pressed Fulham. The intensity that they give was fantastic to start the game. They put Fulham under pressure, made them very uncomfortable and really owned the beginning stages of this match and really had, I think, control of the second half as well. They deserved all three points. With all that said, my number two is this. Brentford scored on a goal that was deflected. That's number one. And they scored on a goal that was, I believe, now watching it back, a soft penalty. So if you look at it, a deflected goal and a goal that was set up by a soft penalty, a very good third goal. Let's give them that. But the other two goals, they're questionable. Now, did they have other opportunities to score? Did the goalkeeper have to come up with a fantastic save? Yes. Did they miss a sitter? Yes. But in the end, just think about it. Fulham lost 3-2 to two with the garbage goal to make it 3-2. to two. But with all that said, they were still in this match. They were very much in the match. If the penalty situation doesn't happen, maybe this match is completely different. Like I said, there were situations in this. So when you look at how good Brentford played, the match is still 3-2. to two. 
with two goals that we can pick apart. Let's call what it is. And Fulham took a very good goal from a rebound from Menorah Solomon, the second one. Again, these are decent strikes, both of them, from Pereira and rebound situations. Okay? In my opinion, better goals than the two other goals we're talking about for Brentford. Their third goal was a good goal. Beyond that, that just shows, even with all the dominance, Fulham were in the match. Fulham were very much in this match. Everything was going against them. We could even argue the ref was going against them. Everything was going against them. And they only lost three to two. Just keep that in mind. I just find that fascinating that with all the plaudits that Brentford are getting and will continue to get, they won the match three to two. Just think about that. They won the match three to two. And I'm going to say this one more time. I would rather be in Fulham's situation right now than be in Brentford's situation because we all know what's coming down with Ivan Tony, and that is going to change this team tremendously. If you think the loss of Polina is huge for Fulham, how big do you think the loss of Ivan Tony is going to be for Brentford? It's going to be huge, massive. I've already heard Thomas Frank said, well, they've overcome it before. Good luck, because you're going to, I think, overcome it for a very long period of time. We shall see. Okay, so again, number two, two goals that we can question and Fulham lost three to two. And I will end with this part by saying I would rather be Fulham than Brentford. Just my thoughts on that. Coming up next to end the show, I'm going to give you my number one takeaway from this three to two loss for Fulham. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And here's my number one takeaway. And this is something to definitely hold your hat on, to look at it big picture. Fulham still sits seventh as Europe is still a possibility. Do not say Europe is not a possibility. It absolutely is. I know that the teams behind Fulham have games in hand. I get all of that. I understand that even teams ahead have games in hand. Fine. Fulham still have a chance with very winnable matches coming up in the, I wouldn't say near future, but the distant future coming up near the end of the season, the matches are going to favor them. And I'm telling you, they're going to have an opportunity to get into Europe. They absolutely will. And it wouldn't shock me if they do end up in Europe. In fact, I think they're going to. We shall see if I'm right or wrong. But if you look at this one loss, and I know it hurts because it's against Brentford, 
But look at all they have done this season. And they've had two very bad losses, very bad performances where they've lost. And they are against Brentford and they are against Newcastle. And as I mentioned earlier, what do they have in common? Jao Polina did not play. A full force Fulham with Jao Polina does not lose this match. They might still lose, but it's definitely going to be different. It's definitely going to be closer. And dare I say, maybe Fulham gets something from it. They deserve to be sitting where they are right now. They've earned it. They've absolutely earned it. Do not let anyone tell you that they have not earned it. And I know that some of the performances lately have not been the best. Every club goes through ebbs and flows of a season. Well, Fulham are going through it right now. Have teams figured Fulham out a little bit? Possibly. But just think about this. Alexander Mitrovic is still not at his best. And I did not mention that at all in my five takeaways. Maybe that's a bonus one. But the fact that he's not at his best and Fulham are still where they are, I think is a testament to how good of a team Fulham have. Because Mitro has not looked like Mitro for a while now. And they still sit seventh. So let's just hope that Mitro starts to get on fire again. Because if he does, I'm going to be right. Fulham will end seventh if Mitro is back on fire. And I think he will be. I think he's still dealing with something. I don't think he's checked out. I just think he is just not 100% yet. When we have him at 100%, I'm telling you, Fulham's points total is going to go up. And then when Paulinha is back with the club, same exact thing. I'm feeling pretty good about Fulham being seventh, and so should you. That's why my number one takeaway is Fulham still sits seventh as Europe is still a possibility. I'm going to say real possibility. That's how I'm going to end this show. Okay. Well, as always, please do subscribe on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. And if you do listen on Apple Podcasts, please do leave us a review and a rating. It's funny because I just saw someone leave a really nice review. Please do leave a review because it does help other Fulham supporters find us. We get higher up in the rankings. All this helps with reviews and rankings and giving us a rating. All this does help. So thank you, thank you. If you do decide to give us a review on Apple Podcasts. Okay, well, that's going to do it for this episode of Cottage Talk. As always, my name is Russ Goldman. Thank you as always for watching and listening to Cottage Talk, now part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. It's the 90th minute and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougat share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.